This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Uh, I almost pointed at you to start the show. Now and then I remembered. The I start the show. In your defense, it's only been 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Still learning the ropes here about our very simple <laughs> intro. Uh, how are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, do I seem calm to you? Do I seem relaxed? You do seem calm and relaxed. Well, I got news for you. You told me you were hungover earlier, though. Is that I didn't what... say I was hungover. I said I drank a <laughs> gallon of wine last night, but I think I rallied very... <laughs> you did, but and then when I asked you if you want another beer, you said, oh, I'm going slow tonight. Well, Just, J- just it... a six-pack for me before the show starts, <laughs> thanks. You know, uh, you can you can not want to imbibe uh, 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 irresponsible yeah. amount of alcohol two nights in a row without being. Uh, yeah, that's me nowadays. I think like uh, I thankfully I'm rarely like hungover, but uh, like sometimes I'll I'll drink enough that the next day I'm like I gotta, I gotta take it a little easy. Yeah, like I don't have a headache or anything, but it's just like yeah. Like at life will not be enjoyable if this happens to me <laughs> yeah. often, but it's not like there's not no the like the acute world. symptoms or anything, right? Because let me tell you, like hangovers only get worse when you get older. Yeah, like the handful of hangovers I've had in recent years, like they'll last two days. Yeah, yeah. and like again, the 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 there's been times where the, there've been like acute hangovers where it's mm-hmm. like, oh god. But today was just kind of oh, like... Oh, God, kill me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Today was just like, I zoned out in the shower for like 10 <laughs> minutes. And I was like, wait, am I still in the shower? <laughs> this feels nice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that, that's that's more my wavelength. But Tom, mm-hmm. that's not... Why you're calm? Yeah. Why are you calm? Can, I, but can you narrate what's about to happen here? Oh, no. He's taking his pants off. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what the hell? He just pulled something out of his. He pulled like a big ball of wax out of his ear. No, it's uh, it's an earplug. Okay, I've been wearing these, unbeknownst to you. Wow. Um, you've been wearing time. a wire this whole time. <laughs> well, no, it's not a wire. All right, you, boys, you, take care of them. You know what we do no, to stool wh- whenever pigeons. Whenever I walk into your apartment, you make me take off my shirt. <laughs> Yeah, you tell sure. me it's a check for wires, but yeah, I don't know. make sure you're not wearing a wire and uh, yeah. you know bootlegging this show on your own. Yeah. Um, no, these are uh, I, I don't want to say the brand name yet. Uh huh. Um, but because I don't remember the brand the, name, yeah. I think it's like Calmer is the product line. I, I was gonna say I feel like I've gotten Instagram ads. I got for a this lot of something. Instagram ads for it, mm-hmm. Tom. It this purports, is not an endorsement. No. by the way. it is not an ad. It purports. They just arrived this morning. It okay. Purports to um, help you deal with misophonia, oh, okay. which is. Uh, yeah. I definitely suffer from. We've talked about it for uh-huh. years on the show, which is like. Small noises bother yeah, you, like yeah. chewing, like chewing. Little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Where you'll say things like, uh, "I'll mention like how it's like fun to go to the movie theater." And you're like, "Yeah, but all those monsters chewing popcorn. <laughs> don't you want to just kill everyone?" Yeah, don't you though? <laughs> no, I don't have misophonia. Um, 
And yeah, uh, so I definitely, and then uh, I've self-diagnosed myself ADHD, and Uh it's supposed to help with that as well. Okay. Uh, All I know is, Tom, and this might be because I drank a gallon of wine last night, Uh and in the thing, it's like, wear these as close to 24 (laughs) hours a day as possible. Drink a gallon of wine beforehand. Yeah. Um, Tom, I've been, uh, nothing has bothered me today. Mm. Like I've, I've kept an even keel. Yeah. And you know what? Well, unfor- Some people might be like, that's a placebo. Yeah. You know what? If it's placebo, it worked. Yeah. I'm all for placebos. Oh yeah. I mean, and I so is the scientific community. A hundred different sugar pills every day. <laughs> well, I think if you know they're sugar pills, Tim, then you're just eating sugar. I know. They're delicious though. Yeah. Why do they have to be sugar, huh? Because- Hey, they go down easy. Yeah. Sweets. I we mean, love them, folks. I would think if I were in like some kind of controlled clinical trial, I would think, oh, well, this one's the placebo. It tastes like sugar instead of uh, medicine. Right. Well, you're not supposed to chew them. Well, why do they have to put sugar in them at all? Why not just have it's them full euphemism. of sawdust or something? It's a euphemism. Yeah. Well, sawdust would upset the stu- the stomach, I think. I think, saw- I think a little sawdust might settle the stomach mm. in some cases. You ever go to a butcher shop and they got the sawdust <laughs> on the floor? Yeah. You ever go there and say, hey, mind if I eat a little of this? <laughs> I got an upset tummy. They're like, yeah, well, yeah, you do know. Do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I like no skin off my ass. I like when uh, places have uh, sawdust on the floor. I don't. No? Because it clumps up in, uh, like, yeah, it, where all the blood is. Yeah, I just wish it was, uh, it was evenly distributed. Like a, like a beach, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Make it more, make the butcher shop more like a beach. Yeah. I worked in a butcher shop, Thomas, a mm-hmm. teen. Yeah. That did not have sawdust on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of like uh, other butcher shops probably were like, yeah, you can just like mop. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to. You could hire a guy named Tim who will mop. Yeah. Get your own Tim. Yeah. Uh, I well, worked real cheap, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was they like paid me the pork 90s. chops. Wow. <laughs> oh, pork chops don't go as far as you they know used what? to. They did. Here's the thing. They did pay you in pork chops. Essentially. Mm-hmm. So, what's this a teenager going to do with a dozen pork chops? Well, feed himself and his family. <laughs> um, no. So they. Uh, so I was like 16. I was employed at the butcher shop. Would have called you a Timmy pork chops instead of Timmy meatballs. Yeah. Uh, I ate my fair share of meatballs <laughs> on the clock. No, okay, so it's where <laughs> at home they called you Timmy Bork Chops. It's it's where all the moms shopped, right? Yeah, your mom was there. I remember yeah. one uh, Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of ushered her to the front of the line wow. to get her turkey that she had ordered. Um, I said, Mrs. Reynolds, here's a turkey. Yeah, she said, thank you. Well, I mean, did had she like already paid for it? She was just picking it up. Yeah, but <laughs> well, there, but it was full. There was like a thousand yeah, orders. Yeah, but still, it's like, oh, I know, th- I know what that person's here for. They're just picking something up. I can the, help. But everybody the line. was just picking something up. Well, then we why weren't was there such a big line because you got to go back into the the refrigerator uh-huh. and come out, and you had to go through all the turkeys. All the turkeys look the fucking same, dog. <laughs> yeah, why'd you label the turkeys? Because you know some people wanted a sixteen pounder, yeah, some okay. people well, wanted a twelve pounder. Organize them by weight, and then I didn't. I wasn't the manager, Tom. I was sixteen. Well, yeah, with that attitude, and you never would be. I do want to add uh-huh. that your mom and I have a funny way of what running into each other <laughs> on holidays. Because I ran into her at a Dunkin' Donuts one time the day after Christmas. Yeah, Boxing Day. Yeah, another holiday. Uh, 
it, that's what the song Brick is about. Running into my mom. 6 a.m., day after Christmas, <laughs> running into Tom's mom at uh, the Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Donuts. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that funny. I think it's probably like <laughs> your home for the holidays. And uh, I guess I don't know where I was. So this was the system they had. Mm-hmm. All the mom. So uh, my mom naturally mm-hmm. shopped at that butcher shop also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was paid under the table. Mm-hmm. I can say that now. Yeah. Um, and that didn't even matter. So my mom would come in and, uh, you know, she'd be like, okay, we, we're having pork chops. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to buy some pork chops, please. Or she <laughs> would like. They were like, well, let's take them out of Tim's page. That's what they did. They were like, oh, you will get a quote unquote discount and we'll uh-huh. take it out of the, the paycheck. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was much of a discount applied. Right. And also, my mom was, you know, ostensibly going to pay me back for that. Okay. I don't think, th- I yeah, think maybe I was back? I was footing the bill for my family's uh, pork chop habit back in the 90s. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I Wild just... allegations to, uh, <laughs> to be throwing around. To, to lob around 25 yeah. years later. But I mean, you're, I do remember your family had pork chops for dinner every night. Yeah, we were pork and, chop. And every lunch, every breakfast, it was just Other always, white meat, Tom. It was just always pork chops. Is pork red meat, and that's why they said the other white meat? Because, <laughs> um, like, we're second banana to, to chicken. Like, yeah. Chicken's white meat, and we're the other one. It's, it's better than, like... Yeah, we're not going to be able to take on red meat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's kind of white meat. It's not, like, as bloody as uh, as uh, beef. I don't know. I, this is the kind of question I would ask you as the... I know. Former butcher, butcher been out of the game employee. for too long, Tom. So anyway, these 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 earplugs are working mm-hmm. real nice. Well, uh, I I can't hear you, and that's a plus. Oh, I was gonna say that uh, it is a little bit of a problem. You've been screaming uh, this whole time, <laughs> Tim. The the mics just uh, all in the red. Uh, just I don't know how we're gonna be able to, for fi- me to fix not this in post. Be able to sit near somebody eating a bag of potato chips. I mean, I'm not gonna eat anything. You're always eating a bag of potato chips. It's not, not just eating that. a bag it's of potato chips. It's not just that, Tom. Okay. It's, it's everything. It's it's me getting distracted. I'm less distractible. Right. Uh, I think I kind of do that with my uh, AirPod Pros. Yeah. That uh, those are just kind of like in my ears all the time during the day. Yeah, and that's what I would do. I would like blast white noise through noise canceling headphones just yeah. to like get through the day and it's like that's probably not a healthy way for a brain yeah. to work now what happens if you got these things in and you go to put like uh uh earbuds in is it just gonna jam those things into your brain yeah and that's just the price you pay <laughs> but then you'll be cured of all this stuff for good you won't have to worry about it anymore uh how much how much something like that set you back um i I think it was like fourteen ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, fourteen thousand dollars. What fourteen thousand dollars? Yeah, I mean, you Tim, know. It, you pulled it out of your ear. It just looked like a piece of plastic. Yeah, you pulled it out of your ass. <laughs> wow, Tim. I think these these new earbuds are making you uh, angry. No, I'm still drunk I don't, from I, last night. <laughs> I don't like this new Tim. I mean, I guess that's a pretty good business. Uh, I shouldn't shit on these things. I was like, watch next week. They'll be a sponsor. Yeah. But uh, uh, like if, if you're selling for $15 uh, earplugs that cost uh, maybe a nickel to produce. Yeah, they always say that. But like, you know what? Like back in the 90s when it's like, I got to pay seventeen ninety nine for a CD. It's just a piece of plastic. Uh-huh. It's like, 
It's five cents worth of plastic. It's like, yeah, but like they put a lot of uh, money and talent into what's yeah. on the CD. Right. And there's and, a lot and of money <laughs> in developing these things, bud. Yeah, it just kind of looked like a, a earplug. Earplug with a hole in it. Probably they, probably they got a bunch of factory defects at a, at a deep discount. From what I understand, this is science-backed technology that they're, that they're incorporating into yeah, this. That's what everybody says. It's all horseshit. <laughs> Tim, this week we're talking about movies, 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 movies. Mo- we, I was gonna sing a movies song, but we didn't have the the rights. <laughs> um, Hooray uh, for Hollywood! Part two. Hooray for Hollywood! Uh, we're talking about summer blockbusters because it's almost. Uh, it is. We decided last week summer blockbuster time. As we record this, Tim, I think uh, uh, people are probably lining up for the midnight showing of fast x oh which is getting middling reviews too bad <laughs> reviews right oh is it i uh, think so yeah do it have any of them ever gotten good reviews i feel like maybe somewhere around like six or seven people were probably like I yeah think, this is stupid but it's yeah fun. i think at some point it's like it's campy fun it's yeah. camp but now people are just like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah, These this... cars are too loud. Put some mufflers on them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, where's where's the... Uh, uh, I want to see all the inspection stickers of these cars. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think they might be putting too many emissions out. I wonder if they've got... They must by now have like some electric cars in uh, those movies. Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. I mean, go yeah. see. Maybe that's why Fast X is getting such bad reviews. Yeah, maybe they put. Some, maybe somebody drives like a Prius. Yeah, and they're like, it's better for the environment. And uh, Vin Diesel tells him, "You're out of the family." Of the family. Um, All right. So where we left off, um, we had talked about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming out June second. So actually, like pretty soon. I think that's probably the next movie I'm hoping slash planning to see in theaters right uh hoping to see as if it's like a a real unattainable goal to go uh to a a showing of a film that you really want to see well it's not as unattainable it's like i'll probably forget that buy tickets right now, Tom. Well, but if I buy tickets now, um, you know what i also like nowadays i like to wait for the reviews even you know? a, uh, into the Spider Verse two, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be pretty good. It, like you know, you, it's a, the uh, first one was like a top five movie of all time for you. Yeah, and like it's got all the same people involved. Yeah, I'll probably Spider Man. Oh, yeah, Spider Man's in it. Uh, it's other Spider Mans. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we'll stop right now. I'll go uh, buy some tickets. But uh, after that, Tim, the next big. Uh, motion picture. Oh, I don't have the date this one comes out. I think maybe it's the weekend after. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. A.K.A. How many Transformers movies do you think there have been? I'm going to say 11. No. <laughs> this will be the seventh Transformers okay. movie. Which is why I put seven oh, in right, a little okay. parentheses yeah. there. Uh, here's the description for that. Uh, thanks to RottenTomatoes.com. 
thanks to the success of 2018's Bumblebee. So that's five years ago. Yeah, I saw part of that film in uh, a barbershop. <laughs> you're, you're, was it a bootleg version of yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have another throwback Transformers flick in Rise of the Beast, which takes place in the 1990s and sees another human ally played by In the Heights' Anthony Ramos uh, teaming up with the Autobots. Mm known as Maximals in their war against the Predacons <laughs> and Terrorcons. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I mean, I think, to their credit, I think they're being like, uh, I'm not too familiar with, like, that. I loved the Transformers cartoons when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I loved it as a kid when I was, like, too little to know anything beyond, like, it's a truck and it turns into a robot right that's great very cool um but like watching the cartoon i think a lot of it went over my head and it's very uh very (laughs) all the subtleties really uh well it's just kind of like i don't know or maybe it didn't go over my head but there was just like no real story yeah uh it was just you know there are bad guys and there are good guys and they're always fighting each other um but i think to the transformers franchise credit the more recent transformers i think they've you know gone back to the toys and i'm sure there are maximals and predacons right and it's just like yeah we'll put those in here i remember uh like the beast the beast transformers you remember those like in the 90s there were a lot of commercials yeah like we were too old by then i think but but i remember commercials beast wars yeah like beast wars yeah i'm a tiger i'm a fucking (laughs) (laughs) horse (laughs) there's a horse in beast wars (laughs) yeah it's one of the beasts that everybody Uh, uh hated yeah you never see horses as villains and things. I think uh, they should change that. Yeah. And like bad guys have horses, but yeah, but you, the horses aren't. Yeah, they don't blame. You, they don't put. They don't put the onus of the the the, the bad behavior. Yeah, and on you the feel horse. bad when it's like the bad guys come in. What should we do? Like shoot his horse, <laughs> and then they shoot the horse, and and the bad guy goes fly. It's like ah, oh, that poor horse. That horse probably loved that guy. <laughs> it's like that guy gives me like carrots. Well, then and, he's bad. And sugar. Yeah, the horse was just yeah, following horse, orders. That's... The horse doesn't understand, like, oh, that guy's just, like committing genocide. You know, they're just using no you excuse. to humanize him. It's no excuse, Tom. Yeah, well, you're always anti horse. <laughs> I am always anti horse. <laughs> if, if, if you ever uh, make a motion picture franchise, maybe we'll have a shot at a horse being the, oh, <laughs> the, the Thanos Look, of everything. Freaking uh, kicking people in the head till they die with their yeah. hooves. Hooves. It's they can do it in one kick sometimes. I know. That's yeah. why I never go. I'll never sneak up on a horse. Tim, I'm playing the Zelda game. I was trying to sneak up on a horse the other day, and it kicked me in the head. Yeah. See. Yeah. I was gonna uh, tame it and make it mine, but oh, uh, the wild horse. I guess I was be. I was being a little too loud, and it kicked me in the head. Um, I don't think I've seen any of the Transformers movies. Maybe I've seen. The first one, like part the the most of any of them. Yeah, I haven't seen. I saw I saw some of Bumblebee at the, the barber shop, as I mentioned. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I don't think I've seen a minute of these. Things. Shia LaBeouf's in them, not this. Not, one. but it's one of those things where it's like I don't think he's been in them for like a decade. Yeah, you know they've they've just made so many of these for so long at this yeah. point. 
Uh, they were Michael Bay, but I, you know, now it's, I, I don't know. There's probably like not even a director for this one. <laughs> it's just like, uh, the, the visual effects supervisor's name is whatever. And they're, they're actually the one, uh, calling all the shots here. Yeah. Spielberg is involved with this. Oh yeah, maybe he was the produ- uh, producer on like yeah, the first one, which ones. also makes me feel like Steven Spielberg makes more money in one day. Yeah, from the Transformers films, yeah, like from of like, like today VOD rentals. Yeah, <laughs> than I will make in my entire life. Yeah, yeah he's um, a rich guy. Yeah, and like just to be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know who the uh, the the lead voice in in uh, this this film? Who? Rise of the Beasts. Uh, your buddy Pete Davidson. Oh, I don't think he's the lead voice, but I know he's like he in plays it. Mirage. Mm-hmm. He's number one build on IMDb right now. Oh well, all right, he's um, the lead. That he seems like about right for like that. That's a good match to like. Star power mm-hmm. and sensibility to the the transformers, like yeah, kind of junky, <laughs> kind of like a junky guy, not a junky, right? But just kind of like a a lowbrow guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, we like Pete Davidson. On I this think podcast. he's very yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, but, but like you know, yeah, and it's also like you know, you you know the the day he came in to record his lines, he was like, you know how much they're paying me for this. And I only had to be here for like an afternoon. Um, yeah. Transformers Beast Wars. Tim, will you be there opening night? I'll be there opening morning. Lining wow, up. Lining, being the first in line like yeah. the, the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. people used I to I want to get front row. Well, front row is not necessarily yep, the best Yep, front row uh, all the way over to the right. <laughs> I had a, a seat in the second row to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like nowadays, uh, I, it's probably not all movie theaters, but all movie theaters that are uh, like the, the restaurant slash movie theater combo, they don't put the seats as far close to the screen yeah. as other places also like these places are not so it's not like pack in as many seats as we right. can because we got big crowds coming all the time <laughs> yeah uh so yeah seeing in the second row is fine uh n- not a bad experience at all but uh yeah transformers this seems like the transformers franchise seems like it must be one of those franchises that's just huge internationally Oh, right? I'm sure. That that's just very easy for them to do the voiceover cuz yeah, I guess it's somewhat animated, but do their lips even really move the way, you know, the robots yeah. whatever. Uh and it's just big spectacle and probably very easy to follow story. Easy, either easy to follow stories or like convoluted stories that you don't have to like think about. Like you when you're 4 years old being like, yeah, there's stuff going on, but like <laughs> right. these guys these Robots are going to fight the other. Yeah, robots, I don't and know. Going to turn into a car. At one I point. don't know what their problem is yeah. with each other, but I'm I'm just here to watch the fight, guys. Uh, Tom, and then a uh, very similar film coming out, uh, presumably the next week. Mm-hmm. Asteroid City. Yeah, this is a Wes Anderson joint. Yeah, you're not a Wes Anderson fan. I'm. Uh, not, I guess. I like some of his stuff, but 
But I but I think the more recent stuff is just a little too twee for me. Yeah, and I think people see the way he composes his shots mm-hmm. and they're like, Well, that's all there is to the and yeah. they they ignore the fact that like these are uh solid films in many mm-hmm. cases. I didn't like that Darjeeling Limited, but that came out uh yeah. Uh, 20 years ago now. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember uh, really liking Rushmore. Yeah. And uh, and liking it because it had funny dialogue in it. Yeah. The, the whole uh, uh, nice nurses nice nurse scrub guy. Uh, they're Actually, they're OR scrubs. Oh, are they? Yeah, you've been, I saw that in the theater with you, Tom. Uh-huh. You nearly choked to death on your popcorn. <laughs> I was, I was a very. It's with uh, Luke Wilson, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, I, I I love that that line. Well, Tom, that exchange. Asteroid City has a crackerjack cast. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman mm-hmm. uh, of the Coppola family. Yeah, it's basically got like his normal uh, cabal. Of right. actors and then throw in some even bigger names. Y- who do you notice someone who's pointedly missing or maybe not? So. Uh yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Is he Murray. not in this at all? He uh, uh, from what I understand he's mm. not. From what I understand he was supposed to be. Okay. And then uh Tom Hanks filled in. Ah, okay. Um which um It'd be interesting to see Tom Hanks go like Bill Murray, like mm-hmm. late career Bill Murray. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's curmudgeonly enough, <laughs> but uh, the the official story is Bill Murray got COVID, so he couldn't oh, okay. film the movie. But it's like he got COVID for goes, <laughs> like four months. <laughs> yeah, um, and it happened to coincide with them having to shut down another movie that Bill Murray was working on because he, <laughs> he was, did something yeah. inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they went to like great lengths to like cover what that was. Yeah. Bill specifically, Murray. But I, I like Bill Murray. I don't like like very recent Bill Murray where he's like, he's not fun anymore. Yeah. He just seems like a, a dick now. Right. He yeah. just seems like a crank, which yeah. is like he was never a crank. He was always sardonic. Yeah. Yeah. He's a smart ass. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't need to see uh, the, the very old Bill Murray <laughs> be a smart ass and be a crank and something. He's in uh, Quantumania, I want to say for one shot. Like it yeah. is a very quick and he's like the mayor of the city or whatever. Like it was the kind of thing where it seemed like maybe he was in more of the movie and not necessarily that they cut it because, you know, he, he had this problem mm-hmm. on another movie, but probably just like with uh, this boring, we need more spectacle type thing. Um, but this movie, yeah, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Jason Scarlett Johnson's in this movie, Scarlett Johnson's in it, uh, Jason Swartzman, uh, Brian Cranston. Edward Cranman. Yeah. Uh Edward Norton, not the one from the honeymooners. Uh Steve Ralph Cramden. <laughs> Steve Carell. Brian Cranston, Ralph Cramden, <laughs> Ed Norton. Steve Carell, Hong Cho, and Margot Robbie. Yeah. Not to mention Matt Dillon. Oh, Matt Dillon's in it too? Yeah. From uh Entourage. And William Defoe. Uh William Defoe, yeah. Margaret Robbie. Uh, Margot Robbie, I mentioned her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the 
plot line here, the little description is, Wes Anderson's latest film features yet another massive collection of impressive A-listers, all gathered together to tell the interlocking stories of the organizers and attendees of a junior stargazer convention held in a fictional town. So it's like kind of sci-fi and it's like 50s sci-fi, like 50s aesthetic at least. Yeah. I still think you're going to hate this. I, I think you don't like the way uh, dialogue is delivered in his, his I movies. just told you I like that OR they. I know, but he's, he's <laughs> He got since, away from he, that. Yeah. <laughs> you can just put that same joke in the movie. I'd love it. I know. We, I mean, we can just watch the Rushmore trailer. <laughs> yeah. If you're occupied. Um, but no, I mean, this is like a, a rare... Uh, Wes Anderson movie that uh, is a little interesting to me that I'm like oh like I like 50 stuff I like uh, sci-fi yeah type you always stuff. say that like you want the country to be <laughs> a lot more like it was in the 50s no that's not what I say Tim um, I don't know it looks neat and I feel like his aesthetic works for like the 50s right. better than it does for present day right uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll probably wait till it comes out. I do appreciate that, like he's releasing a video in like the the middle of the summer blockbuster it's, 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 video, <laughs> uh, a movie, a little one of these little videos he made on his camera, uh, right in the middle of the summer blockbuster season. Because I yeah. do think there needs to be more counter programming. Yeah, to Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same. Well, no. we'll talk about after the break the the movie that's the same weekend during. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Are you excited for this movie? Tim? I'm excited for it. You know what the thing that is like sometimes these Wes Anderson movies are like uh, and this guy and this guy yeah, and this yeah. lady and this lady and, and then like and they pop in for like one funny line. They're like a, a clerk at a store. And yeah, like, it's oh, like, you're gonna buy that and then nothing else. Yeah, a lot of it does seem like. Uh, these days, like, how many famous people can we cram Cramming. into this movie? And it's like, how about you just like, uh, you get like one or two guys, mm-hmm. uh, like an odd couple situation. Yeah, just make the odd couple. Yeah. Wes Anderson's the odd couple. Yeah, uh, with just one or two guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably two. Yeah, probably you probably two. need two. You need two, uh, or a really or, talented one guy, or you can you know like really shake up expectations. Hot <laughs> couple, one guy. The whole movie is going. Where is that other guy? It's just him trying to find the other guy. Hmm. It was here a minute ago. That's odd. Yeah, yeah, you know things are getting odder and odder between us couple of people every day. <laughs> Tim, the next movie on the list, uh, The Flash. The Flash. After a number of delays and rather public behind-the-scenes controversies involving its star, DC finally gives us The Flash, which follows Ezra Miller's Barry Allen as he uses his powers to change the past, only to realize his actions have had disastrous effects in the future, and he must figure out a way to save the world. Wow. I like this movie better when it's called The Butterfly Effect, starring Ashton <laughs> Kutcher. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's somewhat similar to The Butterfly Effect. It's based on this comic called Flashpoint. Okay. Which. Starring The Flash. Starring The Flash, 
which was basically about the Flash going back in time to say, you know, he has like a very Batman type origin where like his mother was killed. Mm. His father was framed for the murder. So it like ruined his life. And he uh, eventually gets fast enough where he can go through time. Right. So he decides like, oh, what am I nuts? Why am I not going back in time saving my mom? He does that, but it causes, like you said, the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Um, although in the Ashton co- Kutcher wakes up with no legs at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although in the comic, it's like not necessarily the butterfly effect. It's just kind of like it fucks up uh, a bunch of stuff that is, you know, it's not like, oh, because his mom lived, she did this and that happened, you know, and it's like, no, nah, it just kind of like rewrote reality when he yeah. did this. Uh, seemingly from the trailer, it rewrites his reality to be 1989 Batman reality, kind of. Okay. Uh, with, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. Although it's, it's a little unclear from the trailers, uh, exactly what's going on. Cause it doesn't uh, seem cause like. Cause it's going to be stupid. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's been like transported into that world. It seems like it's just kind of, but, uh, Hey, this is the first movie with at least two Batmans. It's got uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Michael Keaton. Exciting stuff, Tom. Probably. The Flash, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, runs very fast. Tim, you wouldn't. he's the fastest man alive. All right. Yeah. It's like not faster than Usain Bolt? Tim, he can run so fast he can go back in time. So can Usain, Usain Bolt do? I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. So. I don't know. At this point, maybe. I guess if he did, we would never know because yeah. you know he went back, changed the past, and we, you know we're just not aware of it. Yeah, uh, I believe this That's movie. What I've been saying all along. <laughs> That's why I'm constantly screaming. We need to stop Usain Bolt. <laughs> I I think this movie was announced like 12 years ago, like some insane amount of. I'm sure it'll live up to all the hype. It'll be great. No, apparently it's good. Yeah, Tim, I'm sure. No, I'm. T- Tim, do you know who gave it their endorsement just today? Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, actually, he's been suspiciously silent on it. Uh, Stephen King. Okay, is it Tom? What? Don't like oh and, everything Stephen King touches <laughs> turns to gold. He didn't. T- I mean, it's different than like when a new Stephen King TV show is coming out. He's like, "This is great," <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, you got a cut of this." Uh, I don't think he's got any hand in it. Apparently, he was just shown like an early screening. Okay, a bunch of people. Were. Tom Cruise was given an early screening, and he loved it. Wow, Tom Cruise. Yeah, he. Uh, famously critical of all types of movies, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he loves going out there and just saying, like, you know what, this this movie just wasn't good. Uh, no, I'm very curious. I love every single movie that's ever come out <laughs> equally. They're all great. Every movie is great. It's hey, it's the magic of cinema. I am very curious about this movie because I love The Flash. I do not like Ezra Miller's. Uh, portrayal of Barry Allen, right? Uh, th- even you be- like Ezra Miller's uh, off-screen life. antics. Well, though, I right? was gonna say to say nothing of all the the problems he's been involved in, uh, and uh, I'm sure that's cost Warner Brothers a small fortune to uh, pay these people to shut up and to go away. Uh, the the victims of Ezra Miller, but. Um, like I'm, I'm a huge Flash fan. I don't like Ezra Miller's Flash, and the trailer, I it, it's 
I don't know, it doesn't do a ton for me. But all these people are coming out and being like, no, this movie is like amazing. It's one of the best superhero movies of all time. They're not necessarily saying like, oh, no, it's it's the next, you know, whatever great film. Right. But they're saying like it's a, it's one of the best superhero movies ever. And I'm surprised by that and very intrigued to see why that is. Do you find mm-hmm. uh, that uh, it's... Uh stupid to bring back uh michael keaton as batman um or are you just like no he was batman when i was a kid so this rules (laughs) i mean and also like i can't fault you for this that's all these movies are it's Mm -hmm. just to make you feel like a kid again yeah um no i don't think you feel dumb for (laughs) two hours uh i don't think (laughs) dumb and powerless (laughs) um i don't think it's stupid uh, it's or dumb to bring Michael Keaton back. Apparently, like before, he was really happy and said it was really good. He was really was happy like, to get a paycheck. Uh, I think he, I think Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton does not need the paycheck, my friend. I think Michael Keaton was probably happy to come back just because there have been multiple Batman since him. Right. So now he gets to come back and be like, "No, it's me. I'm Batman." Right? Like, do it again. Because uh, he does seem to have that kind of like attitude about the role that basically like, look, I was the first technically not the first movie Batman because there was an Adam West Batman it's movie, good movie. Uh, but like the first modern Batman. So I think for him to be able to be like, and now I'm back to like remind everyone, I think established this gives role. a shit. Yeah. Why do you think he doesn't? He you does. always think like nobody who makes any of this stuff gives a shit. Um, Michael Keaton, yeah, does not give a shit. He doesn't watch these movies. Do you think Michael no, but Keaton I think... has watched uh, the Snyder Cut? <laughs> no, but I think Michael Keaton probably has enough of like an do you ego think to be like he yeah. threatened a journalist's life to get uh, the Snyder Cut released or an <laughs> maybe, executive's life. Maybe he's a, a Zack Snyder stan, yeah. Um, but I know this was... the. There were... There was a whole different plan, apparently, before Warner Brothers got sold to Discovery and then subsequently brought in... Uh, what's his name? To run DC... Uh, the Guardians of Galaxy James guy. Gunn. James Jimmy Gunn. Gunn. Jimmy Gunn. Um, and that plan included that that scrapped Batgirl movie had Michael Keaton in it. Right. He was in it. And they were going to establish Michael Keaton as like the new Batman in the, which I do think is like a bad idea. They they apparently were going to make, or they were talking about making a Batman Beyond movie, which mm-hmm. could have been cool to have him play like the, grumpy old Bruce Wayne to like a young new Batman. But I think having him as like the main Batman, it's like he is an old man. <laughs> like at some point, look, I know Ben Affleck isn't capable of doing all these things either. And it's also kind of an old man at this point, but chuck this up to, I'm sorry. I asked. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the flash. It's crazy. Cause I remember when this movie was announced uh, people were mad because I think it was announced like the week that the Flash TV show premiered. Right. So people were kind of like, oh, that's like fucked up. Like a new guy just started this role and you're coming out and being like, well, guess what? There's going to be a different guy. Like you're not really 
being respectful to somebody currently playing the role. You're not being respectful to the Flash. Yeah, and he deserves respect. Respect the Flash. He runs extremely (laughs) fast. But I think it's very funny that there was all that talk about like this is going to be very confusing to the average person why there are two actors playing the Flash and why they're different. And fast forward, the Flash is ending its ninth and final season (laughs) before this movie even comes out. That it's like, oh, no, this was just crazy that it took that long. They had, like, just one of those, like, new directors every few years with a new vision and just nothing. Who is directing this film? Um, Anthony Musetti, I think his name is. He's like a uh, horror yeah, gotcha. I think he's done some horror movies. I think maybe he did those It movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say this. It mm-hmm. is impressive um, and very clever that they uh, named him The Flash because Flash sounds like fast. Well, and a Flash is something that's fast. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that came into play. <laughs> well, also, strangely, nobody ever called him The Flash in those other movies. He, like, didn't have a superhero name. His name is just Barry? Yeah. Like, yeah, Batman and Superman called him Barry. They didn't call him The Flash. Well, maybe we'll get to see him. We we already saw it on the make... Flash TV show, which he appeared in one episode, like a like a multiverse episode. Oh, cool. Multiverse. That makes everything. <laughs> well, this is multiverse, Tim. Yeah, it's very, very cool and... Uh, well, you're not coming with me to the to the screening now. Are you gonna scream when you see Michael Keaton? Oh my God, I can't believe he actually is. In and then this. when he says, "I'm Batman," I mean, like I, he said that. Yeah. You know, in the trailer, he says, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." And it's like it's too much because they like hold for like a full like two beats between it. Yeah. And, and it's just him. It's. He's delivering it the way Does a that record scratch. Like, n- no, but he's like delivering it the way that you would imagine. Like, look, if you want your photo at Comic-Con with him, it's a hundred dollars. But if you pay one hundred and twenty dollars, he'll say right. you want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. And to be clear, Michael Keaton is not going to do autographs at a Comic-Con. No. Yeah. He's he's beyond all that. He can probably clean up, though. Batman beyond all that. Huh? Batman Beyond all that. Yes, he's Batman Beyond <laughs> all that. I'm sorry. That broke my brain for a minute. Uh, new Batman after in the... Apparently this movie like resets the universe anyway. Because uh, like I said, they were planning for like this Keaton Batman everything. Yeah. But apparently it lines up with what James Gunn is going to do with like a new Superman and all that. Very cool. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. in terms of the Tom... Anticipation meter, <laughs> one to ten. Where does this fall? Uh, this is probably like a nine. This is up there. Wow. This, this, right. this is one of the movies that I'm most excited to see. I don't summer. fault you for being excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ribbing you, Tom. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think you know what these, these, uh, you know, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I but mean, also, I think afterwards you're gonna be like, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was fine. I guess that was exactly what I expected. Yeah. I don't know what I was gonna. Do. I don't. I'm going into it with weird expectations of like being surprised at how many people have said like it's it's really good right with not being super impressed with anything I've seen in the trailer uh oh hopefully I'm proven right like and I do kind of trust like or the- like not being impressed with any of the DC movies since 
Batman Returns, probably. Yeah. Um, and like tiring of uh, Marvel movies as well, like all comic yeah, book yeah. based things. You're just kind of lukewarm on these days, right? Yeah, because the the Marvel this stuff isn't lately bring you back. This hasn't isn't gonna... been great. But but I do appreciate that. Like a lot of the hype around superhero movies has died down enough. That when something, when people are saying something's good Mm -hmm. and like it's being shown to critics like six months before it comes out uh, and they're being like, let's show it to Stephen King, like he'll like it and he'll tweet about it. That like it it must be pretty good. Like I just know when James Gunn did his like presentation for the new movies, uh, he was like, well, we still got some movies to come out. We've got the new Shazam movie that's coming out. We've got this Flash movie. This Flash movie's fantastic. <laughs> like it's so good. So I I I have high expectations. We'll see. Um speaking of big franchises, uh well, I guess if the Flash isn't returning to the screen, but this guy certainly is. June 30th, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones is back for a fifth adventure, this time with James Mangold, who directed Logan and Ford vs. Ferrari, uh, at the helm. Harrison Ford returns to play Indy in the late 1960s as he strives to prevent Nazis from enacting a nefarious plan related to the ongoing space race. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't see the uh, the last one. The, the, the LaBeouf. Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah. People do not like that movie. No. I've only seen it once, and I remember it just being just, I like, I don't even really remember a lot of it, uh, but I remember thinking, like, this, this is bad. This isn't good. Shia LaBeouf playing Mutt. <laughs> he's like a 50s greaser that's cool that sounds cool to me yeah but it was like also one of those things where they were trying to make him the new like and we'll just start yeah making movies with him um which that's never worked i don't i don't want them to ever try that (laughs) (laughs) like it works with james bond i guess just to have a different actor play the role that's what it is it's just like a different guy it's like yeah i'm james bond uh i'm a guy yeah like that's what they should do like right uh or indiana jones they could just be like well that you know that's so specific to harrison ford let's just like Make a different movie. Yeah, because there there has been talk. I think uh, Chris Pratt was a name that was thrown around. It's like, we'll recast. And it's like, you can't recast. You know, you made uh, four of these movies. Three of them are beloved by lots of people. Um, I mean, people loved... Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say... Uh, because uh, that's an example of like we'll recast I Harrison could, Ford, and, and I couldn't name one Sean Connery, uh, James Bond movie. Um, uh, but like people loved those, and then they were just like, no, it's a new guy, it's a different guy now. Yeah, and he's playing the same character, and we're not gonna say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like unclear if like this guy had the experiences that yeah. that were portrayed in the other movies or not. Yeah. And like, don't worry about it. Just watch the movie. Yeah. It's like, He's, eh. it's shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Like, I think actually that could have been cool with Indiana Jones if they were like, guess what? His adventures always take place in the thirties <laughs> and there's just a new guy. And like, 
sometimes will maybe allude to things you've seen in other movies. Ask us about it. We're we're going to refuse to answer (laughs) any questions. We're not going to like. You know, like, oh, if you sit us down at the press junket, it's like, so what does this mean? Just be like, don't just watch the movie. Shut up. Yeah. That should be the. the... Uh, yeah, I saw, uh, I was uh, reading the Beavis and Butthead subreddit. Uh, it's a place I like to hang out on. Spit take when I learn how you spend your day. <laughs> Usually on there, <laughs> shit posting all the time. Um,. But uh, I, I, I'm sure you're aware from the the latest Beavis and Butthead Paramount Plus movie that they kind of established that like Beavis and Butthead traveled through time from the 90s to present day. But then also there's another reality where Beavis and Butthead are like in their 50s today. Right. Uh, like living on uh, disability or whatever. Um but uh, I saw a post today where somebody was like, how does Van Driesen, their teacher, like not remember having Beavis and Butthead in the 90s? And people are like, you're trying to figure out like it's fucking Beavis and Butthead. That's the way I feel about all of this where yeah. it's like, hey, if, thi- if this movie exists in this universe, mm-hmm. um, like why why doesn't... Why don't people think that Tom Cruise looks like the 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 guy from the movie? It's like, yeah, you can't think about things this way. Just I'll shut up and you, watch the movie. Who screwed that up, Tim? Last Action Hero. Yeah, that was they cool. they established the idea that like in Arnold's in uh, uh, Jack Slater's universe, the Arnold Schwarzenegger character, Sylvester Stallone took a lot of the roles like yeah. Terminator that Arnold took. Yeah, that was um, cool. And that was like a fun little, you know. But they we went don't in... have to apply Last Action Hero <laughs> logic to every film that's ever been made. Yeah. And that was a fun scene. They went to a blockbuster yeah. and there was a big cutout for Terminator with Sly instead. But yeah. And, and you know, it's different for comic book movies because that's yeah. like part of it. Yeah. But yeah, people get into it with regular things and it's it's unnecessary yeah although i will say and look tim this isn't an episode of books the podcast where we're reading it's not tv it's hbo uh that's not the name of the book but it's about hbo um that is one of my favorite things though about succession that they've built this like entirely fictional world of media companies yeah it's like the most recent episode, no spoilers, but they like mentioned a few competitors to ATN, which is like the Fox News analog. And I was so happy that I'm like, yeah, finally a movie where like CNN doesn't exist and like Wolf Blitzer has or Anderson Cooper has to have a cameo. Yeah, I hate that shit. Come up with all come up with a fake, uh, you know, TV. Station. Also, like it screws up the whole dynamic like uh Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Was oh, yeah. Like about it, SNL, but SNL existed yes. in that world. Yes. Yeah, so and now it's just like, like so I have to what imagine is this. Like, I this is like Im- a mad TV show, yeah. actually. Or I have to imagine a universe where, like, there are two shows on Saturday Night Live, and, yeah. and they're both, or this was like on Friday nights, maybe, but like. There are two successful live sketch comedy yeah. shows, and uh, and that doesn't resemble the, like Larry Sanders. That was always a thing with Larry Sanders. It's like mm-hmm. 
Uh, it was about network late night shows. Yeah. And, but he was talking about Leno and Letterman. Yeah. And Conan. And it's just like, okay. Well, then so what channel is... are you on? <laughs> yeah. You're on like another network. So now it's the big, f- like, you know, yeah. it's ABC, NBC, uh, CBS, and Fox, and mm-hmm. like this other thing. Like, so now that breaks the whole reality of it. Yeah, that I mean, you're going to hate this, but that's like kind of how the DC Comics universe works. Mm. That like, you know, Gotham is clearly New York and like Metropolis is clearly Chicago. But in the DC universe, Chicago and New York exist. The explanation is that in the DC universe, the Earth is a little bit bigger and the United States is a little bit bigger. I like it. I like this. <laughs> so that's how they explain. I don't need to know that, by the way. Like, also, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I will be accepting of, yeah. you know, this is the reality we're portraying. Like, you don't have to reconcile, like, the scientific reason for mm-hmm. it. But, but I, I, I like, appreciate that. I like when. Because that, that's very dumb, and I like how dumb that is. <laughs> I, I just kind of like when, and like, yeah, there's a national city, which is supposed to be D.C., but D.C. <laughs> exists too, uh, which is a little confusing because then it's like, well, what happens in national city? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like the answer should be shut up. Just <laughs> read the comic. There are two governments. Uh, but I, I like when they just like whole cloth replace everything in a universe with fictional versions. Yeah. I think it just gives more freedom. Cause then it's like, well, this doesn't have to be a one-to-one like in succession. ATN is not exactly Fox news. It's similar, right? But they have enough leeway to be like, nah, in these ways, it's yeah. a little bit different. I do appreciate when there is like something. It's like, no, we're using all real brands here, um, yeah. Because like, uh, it there's some things that just like ring false if it's not done well. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about this movie. Again. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones, Tom. You know what I'm gonna have? What? I'm going to have in a big bucket of popcorn gonna, while you watch yeah, it. I'm going to have an Indiana Jones <laughs> in preparation for this. In June, I'm going to watch all the Indiana Jones movies. I love the first three. I love yeah. the first one. I, I think they're all coming to Disney Plus yeah. like at the end of the month. As well as the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I like these movies. I never saw the fourth one. I thought, uh, I think of the the core three, yeah. Temple of Doom is the weakest. Mm-hmm. But like it's still a fun romp. I know it's problematic yeah. in some ways. I'm gonna watch it and judge for myself. Um, and I'm gonna watch freaking uh, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Yeah, and I'm I gonna plan go on... see the dang Dial of Destiny. <laughs> I I plan on also rewatching all these movies uh, and uh, and going to see Dial of Destiny. I mean, James Mangold. I, have you seen Ford versus Ferrari? I have. Yeah, did you? you like it? No, I haven't it's, seen it. It was long. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, cars. Matt Damon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can't can't go wrong with Damon. But I liked Logan. Uh, you know, it was a good movie. Uh I but I'm always suspicious when I know, Tom, you've been talking about succession for the last twenty minutes. Just kidding. Uh what you like Logan. Oh, I see. <laughs> um But I'm always suspicious, specifically when it's a Steven Spielberg franchise. And he's like, no, you know, I'm going to let somebody else direct this one. (laughs) Well, Steven Spielberg 
did not to say yeah that he's not capable of making a real clunker of a movie but yeah um but it is weird it's like you don't have like this movie doesn't need to happen like, yeah why are, harrison ford sure as shit doesn't want to be there <laughs> you don't want to be anywhere right I don't, he's like working more than, because he's in, now he's going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know. It's like, why are you doing this when you're fucking 80 years old? And like the crankiest guy. Like, yeah. They, was, they, they were doing the, the, the new Star Wars trilogy. He's like, I'll be in the first yeah. one if you kill me. Yeah. Uh, I watched that show Shrinking, which I have like mixed feelings about the show, mm-hmm. but but I liked him in it. And I was thinking like, this is kind of crazy. Like I haven't seen Harrison Ford not playing like Han Solo or Indiana Jones in a while. But then you haven't rewatched What Lies Beneath very recently. <laughs> oh, I should because yeah, I love that movie. I remember. Uh, yeah, it doesn't hold up. I mean, I remember watching it when it came out and loving it. Oh, it was a it was a total mind freak. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I, I kind of thought with shrinking, like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, Harrison yeah. Ford's like, you know what? I'm going to do, like, a comedy drama type thing. I haven't really done that. I'm going to do TV, which he hasn't really done. Um, so that's why it's weird to me that he's like, and then I'll make an Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> and then I'll, I don't know, probably sign, like, a 12-movie Marvel deal. Yeah, maybe... Uh... Freaking Allie McBeal is uh, yeah. encouraging that. Uh, encouraging him to get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get out there and die already <laughs> so I can get your money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I will say, have you watched a trailer for this one, Dial of Destiny? Uh, I don't remember. The deep fake young Harrison, not young, but like oh, I 40s did see this, Harrison yeah. Ford. Like it does look decent, yeah. But the the thing is, the deep face look real good as long as the person isn't talking. Right. They still haven't nailed when somebody's talking. Because I don't know if you were paying attention to any of this, but like nah. when when they put uh, Luke Skywalker in some of these uh, Star Wars shows, hmm. like the first time they did it, it was very uncanny valley of like this is neat, but like what the hell is this like computer abomination that's uh, appeared. But uh, the second time he appeared, they like worked around his dialogue so that like the camera wasn't, you know, the camera would switch the reaction shot when he was talking. He'd just go, (laughs) (laughs) that's all you saw him do. And, like, it was subtle enough that it wasn't super noticeable that that's what they were doing. But it worked. It was like, yeah, work around the weakness here. The weakness is as soon as a character starts talking, it looks weird. It doesn't look right. Cut away to something else. So I feel like in this, in the trailers, you see younger Harrison Ford. Uh, but he's he's not talking. It's only for, like, you know, uh, a, maybe like one or two second shot at a time or like yeah. an action shot. And it looks good, but I'm sure when he talks, it's going to look weird. But, uh, and I'm sure it's also going to look weird. I, say this deep, don't do the deep fake stuff. Was it a time travel movie or something? That's kind of what it seems multiverse? like. Multiverse? If it's a goddamn No, it's not multiverse. multiverse. It's freaking... time travel, which is, uh, you know, I always love time travel stuff, but it is, uh, 
I I I fear going down the same problematic route that uh, uh, Crystal Skull did. Spoiler alert for you, Tim, because you haven't seen Crystal Skull. But at the end, there are aliens. <laughs> yeah, like full on gray, big eyed aliens. You know, the kind yeah. that come to your room at night, paralyze you, and then take you. I know for them all the too well, Tom. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> experiments. Um, and it's just kind of one of those where it's like, yeah, there are weird and mystical elements in the other no, movies. Tom, freaking. The, they look in the Ark of the Covenant. The, yeah, their the guy's face, face melt. Like, religion is real, like, unequivocally <laughs> in that. Like, aliens can be real, too. It's pulpy. It's, I, it's, and it's also supposed to be like, shut up. Who cares? Watch the movie. There's a, Yeah, there's aliens. Yeah, I agree. But I think, like, all those movies, they all kind of have a similar plot of, like, everybody kind of being, like, you know, that's just a fairy tale. Indeed, that's not real. That, you know, the the goblet that Jesus drank out of, that that doesn't exist. And then at the end, he finds it, and it's like, oh, shit, there's some knight that's been just, I don't know, hanging out for 2,000 years guarding this, and like, oh, all this stuff is real. And that kind of happens in this. Like, it's not till the very end mm-hmm. that, like, you see aliens. Um, but I... I fear that with this, that it's like the time travel is going to be a part of it throughout. And that's maybe like a little too far removed from well, the reserve re- judgment, Tom. I am, Tim. I'm excited to see it. I'm like excited to see it, uh, too. I'm excited for my Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, Tim, we're going to have to do a part three. Yeah, there's but just not no next two week. ways about it. We're gonna take a quick uh, programming. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have a pre-recorded episode next week that uh, that I think people will enjoy. They'll yeah, they'll find we a, fun. We got a special, yeah, one-off next week. Uh, and hey, if you like the show, subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes uh, or po- Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. What am I from? Twenty years ago. Uh, uh, and check out our website, tcgt.com, where you can find all our social media links. We got uh, uh, our Reddit, our Discord, all kinds of fun stuff. And our Patreon, most importantly, patreon.com slash complete guide, where uh, you can find books and podcasts. This week, we're finishing up It's Not TV, the story of the rise and the success. spectacular rise, revolution, and future of HBO. Yeah. Uh, Felix Gillette and John Goblin. <laughs> Tim, you're going to scare people off from subscribing to the Patreon. You get all those episodes. You get the new one. You get all the back Patreon episodes. It's a fantastic deal. Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Yeah. Yawning. Wow. Uh, my, my you're going it... to get so many more because people are going to be like, wow, he's cool. He doesn't even give a shit if people follow him or not. Um, he's the Harrison Ford of podcast. I am the Harrison Ford of podcast. <laughs> No, uh, I was yawning, uh, and I think that signals how boring I am on social media. I don't post on Twitter, yeah. and the only posts I make on Instagram are for close friends only. <laughs> so if you follow me on either of those, don't expect any content. Well, or maybe try and become one of Tim's close friends yeah. so you can watch uh, stories of his uh, little boy uh, just for close friends, though, so... You gotta. I don't want those leaking. You see. Yeah. The paparazzi will have a field day. Exactly. Um, all right. Out of all the movies we talked about, I I said I'm the most excited for the Flash. What are you the most excited Ooh, for? Let me just go back. 
Hypnotic. covered three movies. Hypnotic. Oh, no. Hypnotic came out last weekend. I think it's out of theaters (laughs) already. Um, I would say out of the ones we spoke about, uh, probably Asteroid City. Yeah, typical. But also, like... I'm not that excited for Asteroid City. I think like Are you going to see it in, are you going to make an effort to see it in theaters or you're probably going to wait? It's very difficult for me it's, yeah, to see a movie in movie See a movie theaters. in a movie theater. But I will say like that is something that my wife and I can really agree on. We're both yeah. uh, Westheads. Mm-hmm. Um so I think uh I think there's a possibility. Yeah, we might coordinate like a day off while the the baby's at Gonna go here. see a matinee. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I saw Air and like at the Alamo Draft House, you're allowed to talk during the 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 matinee screenings. Oh, really? And they're like, and I think it's in effort to be like kid friendly. It's yeah, like, yeah. It makes hey, sense. we're not going to kick you out for making noise. But there are no kids in this. But it was just people being like, "Hell yeah, Michael Jordan." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. That adds to it too. Yeah. I I uh, just watched that because it's on Prime. Yeah. It was cute, right? Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was, yeah. it was like a fun uh, Matt uh, or Ben Affleck's a good director because, like, it's not it's a, a movie about a fucking business deal, yeah, <laughs> and like not even really a very important one for Nike and Michael Jordan, but like sure. not one that affects me <laughs> at all, right? Uh, but uh, made it made a, a you know an entertaining to watch movie, isn't it? Just great that I feel like didn't didn't stray too far from like the actual facts. Yeah, there, there, there are definitely. Well, you know what I is spoiler, not really spoilers for this movie, but like you know they do a thing at the end where uh, you know typical movie based on a real yeah yeah yeah. what happened to them after this, and they show like the guy who designed the first Air Jordan that a month later was when he came up with the Jumpman logo, and that made me feel like. Yeah, the fact that they didn't present the shoe the first time with like the Jumpman logo, like this is what it, this is what everybody has in their mind yeah. when they think of the first Air Jordan, uh, made me feel like it, it was somewhat accurate because I was like, I don't know, if I were a producer on this movie, I'd be like, just put it on the fucking shoe yeah. the first time Michael Jordan sees it. This is gonna be a major spoiler, so okay. just turn off the episode now. Like, you don't even skip ahead because My- Michael Jordan uh, is an alien. <laughs> um, he takes off his mask at the end. No, uh, the whole thing at the end with uh, Michael Jordan's mom calling Matt Damon, Viola Davis, calling yeah. Matt Damon, being like, "You have a deal, except mm-hmm. he needs to share in the profits." Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Did not and like that. Oh, it didn't happen that way. No, they were like, "Oh well, here, here's how we'll sweeten the deal. Um, we'll offer him profit sharing." And they were like, "Oh, cool. Nobody else will do that. That's great." And it was, it wasn't so it was like, like Nike offered it because they knew they had to do. It something. wasn't like in the movie. It was like Matt Damon makes a big speech that wins them over. Yeah, and they, and, they yeah, need to, to, and then when she says that, he's like, "Well, well, well, that that that's yeah, not yeah. the way things work." Yeah, and, like, and it's like well, it, it wasn't a big speech that won them over. It was their initial yeah. pitch was, "Oh, they'll offer you whatever, but they won't offer you a piece of the profits, and we will." And they were like, "Oh yeah, makes sense. Okay, let's yeah. do the deal." So like, 
that renders like the last hour of the movie <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. inaccurate. Uh, inaccurate. But like, who cares? Yeah. Who ca- I don't. I'm you out there what? like wh- what I really like to do is learn the actual thing that happened yeah, here. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't uh, know. To, make it, to make decide it fun. if I want to buy Nike stock or <laughs> yeah, not. Make it fun. Well, yeah. And it has just like a lot of uh, like fun to watch actors. Like mm-hmm. Matt and Ben are always fun. Viola Davis is like, she's in a, lo- a lot of great things, but like sometimes she'll pop it up in a bad thing and you're just like, oh, okay. At least she, I'm yeah. going to like get to watch a scene that's decent because she's in it. Uh, I thought the guy that played the designer, I don't yeah. know his name, but I've seen him in a few things. He's fun. Oh, I think everybody's great. Yeah. How fucking great is it to see Ben Affleck just being a freaking goofball comic <laughs> relief? Yeah. And like, it's very funny that like Ben Affleck optioned uh, Phil Knight's Yeah, uh, and apparently book. like spent time with them and stuff and was like, cool, this is how I'm going to And we're going to make you a clown. In the, <laughs> and like, we're basing it on your book and you're yeah. going to be the buffoon. <laughs> well, and that's what also I thought made it seem like this must be pretty accurate because they optioned the book. It's based on the book. But like they kind of show that uh, Phil Knight is the whole time just like, ah, are you sure? Eh, I don't think so, but all right. Like, you know, that's not like he's like, and I came up with this idea. They're Jordan. And yeah, good movie. It's on Prime. So if you got Prime, hey, feel free to watch it. What movie that we discussed are you most excited? The Flash. Really? Even more than Into the Spider Verse? Out of the Spider Verse? Yeah. Because Into the Spider Verse, it's like. Wait, we discussed that last week. Yeah, that was last week. But also, it's like, I know what to expect there. I'm excited for it, but I I have an idea. Like I said, The Flash, it's more because uh, I don't think the trailer looked. I'm very curious what everybody thinks thinks is so good about it and i think it's probably just like oh no it like follows you know i don't know filmmaking tropes that make this like a satisfying like you identify with the protect which i feel like so many comic book movies lately it's like they're you know i I keep talking about quantum mania but it's like ah, paul rudd's paul rudd he's great and like he doesn't really get to be paul rudd in it um, and you don't really get any any kind of character arc for him. Yeah, and you don't have to do like I think you're right. Like if it's just like a movie that they just solid script. Yeah, and that's that. Not to go back to air, but to mm-hmm. go back to air, it's like yeah, this was like fine. It set up the stage. But I was like, like yeah, I was pumping my fist when I was just, so it's just because like yeah, this is this is great. This this yeah. And luckily you things. were in that theater where you could uh, you could yell and scream. Do whatever you weren't pump. allowed to pump. You, oh, no so you got thrown pumping. out of yeah. there. You didn't get to see the after credits sequence. Punch the usher. Oh man. Um, Tom. Mm-hmm. One thing you put together, you, you very generously, not even generously, because you're benefiting from it too. <laughs> but you put together this list of movies. Uh-huh. Uh You did the work here. Uh, yeah. I very much appreciate that. Is there a reason you left off Killers of the Flower Moon? Oh, is that this summer? I think it's Hell fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's why I left it off. Well, that's why I asked. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hi, I'm Tim Platt. I'm Carly Minardo. I'm Christopher Hastings. And I'm Joe Lepore. And we're all cast members on the Narrative Play Podcast, Root Tales of Magic. And now we're on the HeadGum Podcast Network. Um, but what is Rude Tales of Magic? Ooh, mm. um, good question. Um, uh, it's kind of like, um, oh, it's like if Bugs Bunny was the dungeon master for the cast of Clue. Yeah, it's like a yucky version of that show Merlin. Remember Merlin? Oh, so it's like Rude Tales of Magic is if the Muppet Babies were tried as adults. Oh, I think I get it. It's like if the Bible was translated into English. Tim, Rude Tales of Magic is like Redwall, except they aren't mice and they do have sex. DM'd by Branson Reese from FX's Swan Boy. And also featuring Ali Fisher as Cordelia the Sasquatch. You simply gotta download the f*** out of Rude Tales of Magic. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be on the lookout for new episodes every other Tuesday.